Welcome. <laughs> I was said to drive it. I know we do. It's the aware, our awareness oh my thing. Gosh, it is. You're right. It's our awareness. Okay. Welcome to your morning cup with Ivan's Academy. I'm Kara and I'm Ash and we're Cash. Hi. Hi, everybody. <laughs> we had a funny moment here. We might add it at the end as a blooper, but we almost said, welcome to Driving to the Rest, because you know it's our, one of our favorite yes. podcasts. With our favorite hosts. <laughs> With our favorite hosts, yes. <laughs> that was really funny. Uh, our it. awareness yep. in action, yep. becoming a we. Yep. All right. So we are in week three of the Instant Manifestation Workshop. Oh my gosh, that's so freaking cool. It's awesome. Third workshop, starting our third week. Yeah. It's been amazing. This yeah. group is powerful. They are. And it's it's been incredible, I think, transformation for everybody involved in growth and learnings. And um, yeah, it's just, it's so cool to see how like every time it's kind of like the Shaman Shack. It like... Every group has a different energy. It's like the Shaman Shack. Every time you go there, it's like <laughs> Change. something's changed, yeah. and it's con- it's a living thing. Yeah. You know, it's it's sentient in itself, and it's and it has its own like changes mm-hmm. and dynamic aspects. And so, even with the the workshop and the material and the people and everything, it just that changes mm-hmm. time after time. Yeah, so it's pretty exciting. It's super exciting, and one of the things you said about you know, our awareness and becoming a we, that's really like what the workshop is about. It's working as a group, as a healthy group. What does that mean? How do we co-create together? And it's as simple as like, okay, how do we put together questions or how do we give feedback on each other's work and all this stuff? It's just all about learning to co-create together in a high frequency way. You know, when we first started talking about groups, it was what, I think in... The second... 2017... No, 20... It was the second retreat that we attended, Yeah, 2019. May 2019. May 2019 at the Shaman Shack. Yes. And I think that was kind of, at least for me, that was the first real, like, dipping my toes into the pool of we Mm -hmm. (laughs) and consciousness of us and being consciously aware of that. And we've grown so much. It's just incredible. Mm -hmm. And it's incredible to see it with the students as well. Right, just like diving right into the collaboration and co-creation, and it's it's awesome. Yeah, it's true. We've we've really been practicing those skills over the last couple of years, both individually in our you know day to day lives as uh, community members, as co-creators of say iBenz Academy but also as participants and co-creators and walk with me now and yeah. all of these collectives where we're experimenting and and practicing that because truth be told we need the practice <laughs> we do <laughs> we have to remember oh the illusion of separation is an illusion and we need to go back to our natural state because the high frequency paradigm is that group energy it is and that's why for sure it's the healthy balance yeah. right? between the group and the individual. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Well, one thing that came up for us um, today, uh, we really started, we being Cash, started exploring and talking about patterns and negative patterns that we have, uh, inspired by conversations that we've had with the Instant Manifestation Workshop crew. And yeah, so that's today we want to look at some of that. Let's mm-hmm. talk about negative patterns in our life and what have we done about them? Mm-hmm. <laughs> How have they shown up? 
Yep. Yeah. I don't have them. I never had them. <laughs> we're, we're perfect, right? Yeah. <laughs> Not. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, and a big part of it is also becoming consciously aware that these things happen, right? And it's important not to demonize ourselves or berate ourselves, especially when we do feel like we are falling into a negative pattern. And the important thing is like, oh, we spot it. Okay, how do we respond, right? Because I know for me, one of my negative patterns is seeing that if I'm falling into a negative pattern, that's exactly what I do. I belittle myself. It's an ego reaction of like oh I'm not guilty. good enough yeah, yeah guilty. guilty oh my god oh, I can't believe yeah. I didn't see that and I was like wait that's a negative pattern about seeing negative patterns <laughs> which is kind of ironic reinforcing but, the yes. negative patterns yes yeah. yes it's almost like a bad habit if you've ever heard that phrase it's like a habit that you kind of do unconsciously mm-hmm. or maybe sometimes consciously but you do it anyways. Yeah. So that's kind of the dynamic we've been looking at yeah. this morning. One of the ways I think for me that it's shown up is where, our, and Anelia has said this before, it's like, okay, something's gone on in your life, right? We're going to talk more abstract right now, but we'll bring it into some stories soon. But something's gone on in your life and you are the common denominator. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it sucks. This happened. And, oh, wait, but I remember this happened last time. And then this happened, like, the time five before. years ago. And yeah. then I was, yeah. And, and it's hmm. like, hmm, interesting. Okay, so you're the common denominator, right? And the, the players in it have changed. They maybe even the environment, the scenery, the setting, the mm-hmm. topic has maybe even changed, too. But you have stayed consistent. So then you know, oh, that's <laughs> my negative program or my negative pattern that I'm bringing in there that is playing out in this right. situation. So it's, um, it's a really good telltale sign that there's a negative pattern running. Right. And even just being able to spot the fact that we are the common denominator in some of our stories, especially our negative stories, that in and of itself is empowering because then we can see, oh, I'm the one creating this. Uh-huh. It's not like a blame thing or a victim aggressor thing. Or they did this to me, you know? It's like, <clears throat> oh... Yeah, this keeps happening over and over and over, but the characters in the scene have changed, and yet, okay, so it's me. All right. And not even to blame. It's I'm responsible. Yep. Responsible. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So that in of itself, amazing. Yeah. Step towards empowerment. Big difference, right? Already Mm -hmm. right there. That's like the first step. Yep. Identify that it's a program or a, yeah. a pattern. Yeah. I know in the past, I, um, I've i always been, I've talked about it here many a times, and um, I've always had an affinity for working. And I don't, you know, it's very rare in my life that I had just one job or, you know, just did one thing. And whenever I did work, um, I would work very hard and I had all these programs I was carrying around it. Some of them were really great. It made me a fabulous employee. I got a lot done. I'd worked long hours. It was probably wonderful for people who worked with me in the past. <laughs> Except there was like this consistent um, situation dynamic I had with my managers where it was like they were, in my view, they were incompetent. They were overworking me. They weren't supportive. They were blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah, all the things, right? And so because of that, I had to work harder and I was more of a martyr. And then I was, you know, um, yeah, just all the other mm-hmm. like snowball effect of where this goes, right? right. It's, it's not good. Yeah. 
And um, I remember at one point I was in uh, a job that, um, well, actually, it's with the company I'm with now. And um, this was like a few years back. And I was like, I really want to leave this job. Like, you know, we've got, we lost three employees and I'm doing all of the work, Mm. you know, and it's not right. And my boss keeps telling me, my boss at the time keeps telling me she supports me and she's going to help me, but she's like done zero to support me and to help me. And this just isn't right. Like I'm not doing this anymore. Like blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Like blame. I can't do anything else because this job, I don't have enough time because Mm -hmm. of this job. I'm feeling and engaging in low frequency because of this job, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Right. And then it was looking at that program or that pattern and seeing, oh, wait, you know, in my last job, this happened too. You know, I took on multiple people's duties and responsibilities and I worked really hard and got it all done and did it well, but at sacrificing of myself in that time, right? Mm-hmm. Then, oh, wait, and actually, I remember that other job I had. It's <laughs> like the same thing. And, you know, and, and the people just like my manager just kept piling the work on and piling mm-hmm. the work on and I just kept doing it all, right? <laughs> And so I was like, oh, interesting. This is when, you know, you've got good allies to help you see this. Or um, you just start paying attention, maybe through journaling or just self-reflection. But paying attention and become curious. Yes. What is going on? Yeah. Why am I manifesting this? So at the time, my reaction was, I'm going to quit my job. Right. <laughs> because it's making me low frequency. Because it's exhausting me. Because it's blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Right. And the truth was, it's, oh, Mm. wait a minute, hard pill to swallow. It's not my job. It's me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm the common denominator. Yep. Mm. So um, the other part to that is, if in that energy I quit my job, I would then um, find another job that would fulfill that that same pattern, Mm -hmm. right? And I would set it up perfectly that... You know, in that new job, maybe it wouldn't start out that way, but then all of a sudden, you know, I start taking things on and there's probably things that I'm doing that I'm not even conscious of and and opening the door to take on more work to, oh, somebody left, I'll help, you know, and then slowly it just starts to pile on and then this, that, and the other, and um, it it fulfills the pattern that I had running. Mm -hmm. So... Um, becoming aware of that was was huge because then it became instead of okay I'm looking for a new job it was okay I'm going to do my job differently Mm. and I'm going to behave differently I'm going to basically do the opposite of what I do (laughs) you know I'm not going to volunteer to help on everything because I see that there's like something that needs to be done doesn't mean I'm responsible because Mm -hmm. you know some things I have more of like strategic perspective maybe than somebody on the team and so I share that and then I do it Mm -hmm. you know but because I see it doesn't mean I'm responsible to carry it out or you know all the list of the things that I was doing that was not um supportive Mm -hmm. right it was not what I was actually wanting to experience but it was the creation that I was making for myself it was the experience that I was creating Mm -hmm. so yeah it, it turned out in that same job right this was probably three years ago maybe even a little bit more Mm -hmm. I've now been working at the company for six years so it's changed massively huge I'm supported and I've got a work-life balance and um, I know when 
like to like how to navigate the situations where I'm not martyring myself maybe it like with maybe it's like delegating work asking for help or just not taking something on and like drawing the line okay my plate is full I'm gonna do this so if you want me to do something else you get you're gonna have to take something off my plate Mm -hmm. so we can add something else on it you know and having more of those direct conscious conversations and interactions with the people and the work and, the, and all of that is to say, like, at the end of the day, it's like, I'm, I'm high frequency because I'm behaving and responding in a high frequency way. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So the job didn't matter. It was me. Yeah, exactly. This is such a great example of what empowerment looks like in the day to day. Because it's so easy for us to blame our environment or our friends or our coworkers or whatever about the situations that happen to us, you know, and that's that whole victim aggressor thing. But what I love about your story is that you saw it, you're like, wait, I'm the one, I'm the common denominator, and then got curious about it too. That's such an important point too of like, hmm, how is this? Oh, it helped that I had a really good ally in mentoring named Danelia Ben. Like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's part of it too, right? Right. right? Yeah. Manifested some really great allies and co-creators to help you see and expand your awareness. And this is why we don't work alone. Yeah. Right? So that we can get some additional insight and perspective on maybe some of our blind spots mm-hmm. or our repeating patterns that we don't always see. But also when it does happen, getting curious about it and reflecting on like, hmm, how is this serving me? Like, what is it about being super busy all the time? What is that doing, you know? I know for me that's come up a lot too. Oh, yeah, that's a really great question for sure. Like, that martyr program, when you're used to it, it's super satisfying because nobody can do it but me, right? (laughs) Like, it's it's very egoic. Yeah. Like, it's it's super low frequency. But, you know, that's for example. Yeah. Um, It also, right, like, so why do you um, create like a busy schedule that you can't you don't have time to yeah. do other things it's like what aren't you doing right connecting with your community yeah you know spending time outside taking care of your physical body or mm-hmm. doing things that support right your whole like being rather than just one aspect of it yeah there's such a great class that goes into this in great great depth which is uh, the limitations class of um uh how are they serving us, basically? And there's some really good tools in that class to look at in regards to, like, why? Why am, why do I have this program running to keep me busy all the time? Or, or that energy of, oh, just do it myself or the martyr or whatever. Because, I mean, the truth is, is that we program ourselves. We're the ones deciding our experience. And a lot of the times it's unconscious, right? But when it becomes conscious whoa, that's a huge game changer. And I also love your story about how once you saw it, you responded. Like, I'm going to change how I act and operate at work, right? And then you took ownership and did things differently. Like, it wasn't this passive thing because that's not what the new paradigm is about. It's about doing it, being proactive and living it in the day-to-day, even with the smallest or biggest of things, right? Mm -hmm. And three years later or six years later or whatever it's been, it's like a whole different experience. Amazing. And when you don't have agreement to those low frequencies engagements anymore, sometimes the players will change, Yeah. right? Because if those players, if that's all they're looking for, you know, and um, 
probably more often than not, it's unconscious. But if that's what they're looking for in their dynamic, it's not going to work, you know? Like, they're not going to be able to be a part of the story. And that's going to naturally kind of resolve itself. They'll go elsewhere. Something will happen. And that that happened at my work. The, po- the people who I was having, like, the most challenge with... Um, they all left within like months Mm -hmm. after I started becoming conscious and responding and not reacting in old patterns and behaviors. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And when we start to consciously change from react to respond, it's amazing how that in and of itself can change reality Mm -hmm. on like all levels or small levels. But it's, it's incredible for me a big uh, negative pattern that I've had throughout my life is this uh, program of perfectionist. Mm. And there's a lot of flavors of it, but one of the programs is relatable uh, relatable to your story in the sense of, oh, I'll just do it myself, or you know, I can't trust anyone else to do it because they won't do it right, and it's got to be perfect, and you know, all these things. And it was like this unconscious thing that was running, you know, like... I'll just do it myself or whatever, um, or it has to be a certain way. And then going back to the group energy, the dynamic, like that program, that negative pattern is a great way of playing out the lone wolf <laughs> and even the dark light paradigm in a lot of ways, because it's this like us versus them energy and separation and all these things. Right. Um, and then also I looked at it and got curious of like, okay, well, why? Cause there were some times where sure I wanted like a, picture or something to be pretty in a certain way or other times it was just like projections or assumptions I'm like ah, they won't do it right you know in righteousness so going back to that oh get curious about it and how is this limitation serving me the limitation mm-hmm. of perfection and honestly like you know it it wasn't ever a real thing right <laughs> there's like no such thing I mean I guess you could get all um, abstract or meta or Buddhist about it, but we won't go into that. <laughs> but we'll say um, I never achieved the perfection state, but it was a great negative pattern that would come up in many different aspects of my life, whether mm-hmm. it was work or relationship or physical body or whatever. And it was a great limitation yeah. to stay separate. Yeah. And funnily enough, over the last, what, three or four years, we've been practicing the group energy and co-creating as a healthy, conscious, awake, aware group in various forms. It's like, oh, wow. When we have the strength of the group contributing, it's way better than what I would have done on my own. (laughs) You know, different skills, different perspectives, and there's just more of it, you know? So it's a, it was a very useful negative pattern, useful to stay small, to stay separate, that limitation definitely served me for yep. sure. It was great at its job. But I decided consciously, you know, this isn't really resonant anymore. And I'm going to change it and yep. reprogram myself. And there you go. And um, yeah, the tools, there are a lot of tools that can be useful for this. I did have firewalls related to it. Also egoic stuff. Um took the limitations class and even even on like control manipulation class there's tons of tools that can go into this but point being is you know taking that proactive approach and really changing behavior like that's key yep once we acknowledge that 
we are creating everything that we're experiencing. We are manifesting that. Once we like really acknowledge that, then it, that's super empowering right there. And then you have a say, right? And no longer are you giving your power away to this negative pattern or to my mom who gave <laughs> me that pattern or to my past life of blah, 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 blah. So, you know, and, and I love that, you know, you said it so clearly that curiosity is key mm-hmm. because we're not psychoanalyzing to figure out why do I have this pattern? Because in th- from this perspective and this work that we're doing, it doesn't focus on that because that's irrelevant. Yeah, it what it's matter. focusing on is there's a pattern and it's not supporting me to be embodying the high frequency new paradigm on the planet and to be empowered. In fact, it's disempowering me. And when we become conscious of that and we stop looking at the why, like as in, like, yes, there's a why, how is this serving me? That you can you can start to learn more about it. But we're not saying, why did this pattern start? Because that's just not relevant. Mm-hmm. We start looking at, okay, so do I want to keep it or not? Yes or no? Am I going to keep it? Mm-hmm. Or am I going to drop it? You know? And then it's like, okay, yeah, this pattern isn't working. I'm going to drop it. And drop it. Now you don't have to worry about that. Mm-hmm. It's like, move on. And to drop it, you don't need to go into the story you don't need to go into all the other stuff but that too can also be enticing mm-hmm. <laughs> you know it's kind of yeah. like the pattern itself is there can be physical addiction to it there can be just like mental emotional addiction all these things that can come up with the pattern itself and the um the process of just dropping it and not going into the lie can also be dropping that pattern to analyze and to go into like, oh, well, because this one lifetime I was in Egypt. And then when I was in Egypt, like, you know. <laughs> this happened. Yeah. Oh, so significant. And it's like, whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you Irrelevant. Know, You're here irrelevant. now. It's not a part of this. Yeah. If you are going to speak to somebody who's like a psychoanalysis and that you're like, on their couch. I, I don't know if they do that, if they're really on a couch, but you know, <laughs> you're doing that. Okay, sure, because that's what you're focusing on, but that's not this work. Yeah. That's not what we're doing here. That's not this uh, empowerment work with the Ibens method. Yep, exactly. It's more it's more about looking at the bundle of energy and responding to that bundle of energy mm-hmm. rather than saying, ooh, how did that bundle of energy get there? And is it significant? Like, that's a different thing. Like, that part's irrelevant. The point is, is it's there. You spotted it. Good. Good job. That is, like, a big part of the work just right there. But then it's what comes after that. What do you do? What do you consciously choose? And that's the difference. So, because we don't create in isolation and because we are a group, I remember a time when Anelia said something to the effect of, like, just be aware that if you are co-creating with somebody and you're stepping into their negative pattern, don't react in the way that they need you to react to fulfill that pattern, mm. right? That's my wording of it. I'm mm-hmm. paraphrasing, but it was something to that extent. So that's the other side of that is if we are noticing that there's something going on that is not, um, let's say, our like uh, pattern, we'll say, quote, unquote, um, and it's somebody else's, that's when we have to disengage from the moving into reaction to what will fulfill their pattern, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, because sometimes we're players in other people's programs. Yeah. And we can do that consciously or not unconsciously. Yeah. yeah. And oftentimes I would say it's pretty unconscious, but it doesn't have to be. Yeah. And there are those signals or signs of like, oh, 
I usually don't behave this way, and now there's, like, this invitation to behave this way. No, you know what? I'm just going to go in the other room. Yeah. (laughs) Or whatever. Yeah. I'm not going to engage with that. I'm not going to take the bait. Yeah. There's an example between us um, that's happened in the past. Can I share? Oh, yeah. You don't know what the example. You might know, but. Go ahead. Sweet. So, so in the past, um, and I'll share from my perspective, and, of course, you can add to it. But at one point, when you and I first started living together, when we were roommates several years ago, um, there were opportunities that you being here and us being aligned as like women created and friends and, you know, the connection that we have created opportunities where we could support one another. And there seemed to be this situation or just dynamic where something would come up and you needed support or, um, were maybe I offered support to you or something of that receiving support and it would like blow up mm-hmm. and it wouldn't go over very well in my experience of it. And, um, and that was a time where for me, like I, I checked in on it and I was like, okay, what's going on right now? You know, like what's happening? Because I thought like this was copacetic, <laughs> you know, I thought this was like a, like I, this is just not like, uh, let's say, um, playing out like how I would think it would play out. And then I started to become aware, and I think it was that you had said something to the effect of, like, and I don't want to, like, um, metagame you, so please, like, add your perspective into this. But you had said something to the effect around, um, you know, receiving programs from receiving and receiving from women in particular, and then it became, oh, realization. Okay, so when in this dynamic, it would be really easy for me to, like, Kara need something to push away and fall into the rejection of offering support or allowing support to flow between us because that was something you had acknowledged to me was going on for you. So then it was like, oh shit, I got to be like really conscious of this. So I'm not falling into that program and I behave differently because that's not the outcome I want because I do want to support you. Right. Mm -hmm. But I didn't understand like at the time quite exactly why that was happening. And then once that came up, it was I was able to then choose something different. And I saw a noticeable difference between exchanges that happened between us and the support coming um, like being like the the circuit. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. I vaguely remember that. Do you have like a specific example? Um, There is an example of. well, I mean, when you lived here, there was, I guess, a number of times where, like, there's, you know, you're living in the house and things like that or borrowing the car. Oh, yeah, or, that's a good one. So, um, yes, that's a good example. Um, so the negative program, mm-hmm. we won't psychoanalyze, but there was a negative program of it's difficult for me to ask for help, mm-hmm. especially for women. And even just asking for like yeah support or a favor or whatever right or borrowing in this case your car because I didn't have a car at the time and it was so difficult it was so difficult Mm -hmm. just like we had talked about it even like we had come up with clear agreements of this is you know if you want to use it this time and you know I'll help pay Mm -hmm. for this and you know it was all like clear and yet despite that there was still this energy of like oh I can't or it'll it'll be like weird or oh it's I'm you know not good enough or I shouldn't be here like all of these programs right around like why it was bad why I was in this situation to begin with and stuff all ego right um but then yeah I do remember expressing that to you just like 
hey, you know what? I have this negative program running and it's really hard for me to ask for help in general, but especially to, you know, my best friend, another woman and a powerful woman. And, you know, I could use some help with this to to get over it, if you don't mind. Is that cool? Yeah, yeah, sure. That's cool. So I think one time there is um, a situation, I don't remember the details, but I think it was something along the lines of, Kara, just take the car. It's fine. You know, I'll like move my appointment to tomorrow or whatever. I don't remember. It's like, oh, thank you, Ash. That's so helpful because I was going to ask you, but I was having trouble and, uh, you know, and we mm-hmm. talked about it and it was good. So yeah, having that that clarity and even mm-hmm. clear communication is super important, even if it's just as something as simple as, I have this negative thing running and it's not about you. It's my thing. Um, but if you agree uh, with your support, it'd be great to um, just be aware of that right. so that, one, you don't fall into it, too, and also I don't co-create it unconsciously right. and became conscious of and, it. And it wasn't that you're asking me to be responsible, like, hey, this is my trigger, so right. just don't press the trigger, you know? Right. It's not, not at like all, that, no. that's a totally different energy. Yeah. But there's an energy of, like, what I had noticed before that and becoming aware was... There was, like, kind of walking on eggshells around it. Like, probably from both of us. At least my experience felt like walking on eggshells and trying to communicate clearly what felt comfortable in an exchange of, like, setting up, like, supportive, like, uh, let's say, exchanges is the best way to put it. Um, Healthy boundaries, maybe? Maybe healthy boundaries or, like, you know, we'll say, for example, using the car. What felt supportive to me in that exchange of using the car Mm -hmm. was you know, not easy to communicate. And and I probably also had, like, my stuff going on too, but once I became aware of, like, that particular dynamic, it was like, oh, okay, now I know I'm not going to walk on eggshells around this because now I see where this is coming from. Right. You know, and now I can be conscious. And, and then it was, like, so different, mm-hmm. you know, and now it's, like, even more. It's, like, it's so different, yeah. you know. I can't think of ways that I've supported you lately, but I know what happened. <laughs> yeah, you don't do it at all. Yeah. But I, I just can't think of it off the top of my head, but I know it, it's happened, you know. So, yeah, don't worry, I got it, yeah. or whatever, you know. Um, and Or when you ask, right? Oh, let's say the dog. Right? Oh, and yeah, say, that's a great like, example. How many times I remind you, hey, if you're going to be gone all day, just, like, let me know, yeah. and I can walk the dog and take her out, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And it's such, it's such a good point because um, I remember specifically needing to process some stuff around like, oh, it's difficult for me to ask to borrow the car. Huh, that's interesting. Okay. And then I would like look at the, the program or the bundle of energy and then do the fair processing exercise on it. I'm like, holy smokes, that makes a big difference. Yeah. Just being like owning my stuff, yeah. you know, and responding to it in that way. Or you would ask and then you and I would have a total miscommunication and then it would blow up. And it'd be like <laughs> a terrible like conversation. It was like yeah. Ah! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? So it's like and not on your part, but it was like we were both players in that dance, right? Yeah. It was uh, it was a it was definitely a co creation. Yeah. So point being to all of that is just the co creation uh, or that like we aren't creating in isolation so mm-hmm. also be just becoming aware and it's not a matter of like projecting onto people and saying you're running a you know a negative program knock it off yeah you know? 
Um, or, hey, Ash, you're responsible for my negative programs. Do this. It's yeah, not that exactly. either. No. Like, I need you to enable my negative programs. Yeah. So make me comfortable. Yeah. Like, no, like, no, no, no. That's not how that works. <laughs> so it's not that at all. But it is becoming how aware and conscious and responsible to how we engage. Mm-hmm. And that might be stepping out of the way. Yeah. And maybe that's saying, like, you know, like, I, I, I'm trying to think of a good example. Um I don't have a good example. But. <laughs> well, on the flip side, you know, we've talked about negative programs, but there's also positive programs, too, mm-hmm. where we can create really cool high-frequency programs mm-hmm. as well. And we talk a lot about the negative because, you know, we're, like, stepping out of the dark light and becoming empowered and all these things. But on the other side of it is not just processing stuff, but consciously creating the things we want, yeah. you know? Yeah. So one of the positive programs that I've been implementing into my life is just more easy ways to go into like really cool uh, mystical experiences mystical being like you know we'll, we're at Sunday lunch and you know we used to do to Sunday lunch Sunday dinner at the shaman shack for years and years you know and then this co-creation happened of like hey let's do let's sit in pure heart for an hour every week it's like, wow, that's super cool. Or when, you know, we hang out and it's like, oh, hey, let's do a quick connection exercise. So we do one of the tools or um, reading and walk with me now assignments and posts. Like there are all of these ways for, to me, that mystical, magical, high frequency, quote unquote, excuse to tap into those energies has become manifest and abundant in my life. Uh, whereas, you know, six, seven years ago, there was like no lick of meditations and they were hard to find. But now there's like so much like homework and interesting cool things happening, mm-hmm. both on, you know, public telegram channels for Anelia Benz and IBA, but also Walk With Me Now. And then even just the stuff we do and our community does like, hey, let's go for a hike and find crystals or, you know, bringing magic into the daily life, um, that feeling of. Uh, expansion of awareness and the quote-unquote excuses to do that proactively because before it was really difficult for me to have a daily practice and by reprogramming the approach um, for me it's become a lot easier not only in setting the intention to sit down but also having the program of it doesn't just have to be in that sitting down and intention for Mm -hmm. that type of experience to come in it can come in with my co-creators like you or um, our community and the broader community uh, with iBenz Academy and everyone else uh, who's playing these amazing high-frequency games. So it's just one example of um, a positive program that you can co-create too. Uh, and it's it's also that other side of empowerment that feels yeah. important. Okay, so I have two two other examples now. One to the earlier example I couldn't think of was... So uh, responding to a negative uh, pattern that maybe somebody else is carrying, that obviously there's an open door. There's something there for us to be able to fit and play that game. But the alternative would be, hey, Ash, can I borrow your car? Oh, (laughs) sure. Here's the keys. (laughs) You know, Simple. And make it easy. You know, but I think it wasn't. It wasn't easy because we were playing that game. Like together, we were playing out that pattern. So that was one. Yeah. Um, then the other to what you're saying is earlier it came up. So I, I, I grew up with the um, superstition, let's say, 
that when your left palm is itchy, that means money is coming. Ooh. And yeah, and it was I think it was like a friend's dad when I was a kid, we were at a friend's house and he was talking about it, you know. I was like, "Ooh, cool. That's a I good like one. it." So every time like my left palm would get itchy, I'm like, "Oh, yeah, 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 yeah." Mm-hmm. You know, money's coming. Mm-hmm. And um, as I got older, I started to reinforce that pattern. And so now it's like my left palm itches, I itch it, I scratch it, I mean, and then I'm like, Ooh, money's coming. Yeah, more please. Thank mm-hmm, you. Mm-hmm. You know, and I open my field to receive. Yep. So it's a positive pattern, if you will, or learned program, belief system. I don't know how you want to call it. We'll say pattern for the sake of this conversation. But it's positive and one that I'm reinforcing yep. that pattern. So my left hand, my left palm itches, I scratch it, and then I open my field to receive. Yep. And I noticed you did that even just earlier today. And I was like, that's right. You have that program. I want that program. I'm copying you. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the other aspect of this energy, too, is like we can copy our high frequency programs, you know, like we don't have to reinvent the wheel. And that one's so simple and easy. And it's just like super cool, you know, like, oh, yeah, I want the itchy left palm knowing that money's coming. Yes, please. I'll take that. And there was a moment in it, too. I was like, oh, but what if it itches all the time? I was like, oh, well. <laughs> and you can always change your mind, right? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Just change the communication with my body, exactly. and I just reinforce with her. Oh, thanks for letting me know. Yeah, oh, that's great. Yeah, you know? like, and it could turn into something else. Yeah. So that's the other thing. We can always change our mind. Yep. Whether it's a negative pattern or a positive pattern, and that's key, right? Because we're empowered. We're the ones dictating how to live our lives and what experiences we have. Yeah. So, left itchy palms. Yes, please. Hey. I'll take that. <laughs> Yay. I feel complete. Do you feel Me complete? Me too. Yeah. Great. Well, thanks, everybody, for joining us today. All right. And if you haven't connected with us in our newsletter, you can go to ibensacademy.com and sign up for our newsletter. Um, you can follow and subscribe to this podcast because, well, why wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> and join us on Telegram, too, because we send out some fun stuff on there. Exactly. Connect, so- connect, connect. It's all about connection. So we'll see you there. All right. Until next time. Bye. Ciao.